Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. It's Resurrection Sunday, and I'm excited to share with you the significance of Jesus' resurrection to us. The story of resurrection is best understood if we first tackle the earlier events that took place. To demonstrate to you what I mean, let's turn to the next page of this presentation. We need to include in the picture Jesus' birth, his death, burial, and then the resurrection. Why? So that we can see the big picture. Why Jesus was sent, what was his mission, why God the Father sent his Son. We cannot really appreciate the resurrection without a proper understanding of the earlier events that took place in the life of Jesus. Let's start with Jesus' birth. Jesus was sent by the Father for a very important mission. What was that mission? To represent mankind, to be the sin offering, to be the sin bearer or the sin substitute. Let me read to you Romans chapter 8, verse 3. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so He condemned sin in the flesh. Verse 4, In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now, you might ask, what's the use uh, for that sinful offering? Okay, let's move farther back with our narrative. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, man was in perfect relationship with God. But then man's relationship with God was broken because of sin. And sin was passed to all men because no one was able to pay for their sin. Now, for your reference, you can read or study Psalms chapter 49 verse 7 and Romans chapter 5 verse 12 to 14. Okay, Romans chapter 5 verse 12 to 14. Because of sin, there was eternal separation between God and man. Now, how could sin, how could this sin separate us from God? God and sin don't mix. Okay? First, God is holy and His anger towards sin is constant. Therefore, He cannot and He will not tolerate sin. Second, God is just. So, He will punish sinners. He will punish sin in man. But because God is love, He sent His Son to take that punishment for us so that those who will put their trust in Him 
or to Jesus escapes the consequences of sin. That's the reason why Jesus was sent by the Father. That's the reason why Jesus had to be born in the flesh. Okay? So, number two, now we go to his death. Part of Jesus' mission was to die. He was sacrificed to be our Passover lamb. Remember our topic last Friday on Passover? In the Old Testament, Exodus chapter 12, the Israelites were instructed to kill the Passover lamb and wipe the blood on the lintel and on the doorpost of their houses as a sign or to represent redemption, symbolizing that their sins were covered by someone else's blood or death. Now you ask, why? Why blood? Because the Bible says the payment for sin is death. For the wages of sin is death. Okay? So now, in the New Testament, Jesus became our Passover lamb. He died and shed his blood and he was sacrificed for us. So his death is vital to his mission. Without Jesus' death, there is no blood to cover our sins. But take note, Jesus did not commit suicide. Okay? Si Jesus wala nagpakamatay. When you say nagpakamatay, that's suicide. Alright? Suicide is sin. So Jesus did not commit suicide. He died. Namatay siya or gipatay siya. Okay? He was killed in the place where criminals are crucified as a payment for their crimes. But Jesus was crucified there not for his sin, but for our sins. So remember, our salvation cost him his life. Number three, his burial. After Jesus died at the cross, he was buried. Traditionally, after embalming the body, People bury their dead. So only dead people are buried. So since Jesus was sent to be our sin offering and he died as a Passover lamb, his burial was the proof that he was truly dead. Meaning the payment he paid for is done. The transaction made was complete. That's why Jesus, Jesus has the power to forgive sins. Hallelujah! That's why whatever happens, we're not afraid. You know why? Because we are in the win-win situation or we are in the win-win position. Number four, now we get to the resurrection. Now let's turn to the next page. Number one, the resurrection of Christ validates or authenticates the gospel of Christ and provides a firm foundation of our faith. Okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 13 says, If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. Verse 14, And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. Verse 17, And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Verse 20, But Christ has indeed been raised 
from the dead. So that's the good news. Verse 20, Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. I know that uh, we, were, we, we were not there, but His Holy Spirit who lives in us bears witness that it really happened, that this account is true, that Jesus really rose from the dead. Uh, years ago, we went to the garden tomb in Israel, and there was this tomb, and uh, it was the only tomb that was empty. And that proves that our Redeemer lives. It is true. It's not a scum. The resurrection validates the credibility of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, number two, uh, resurrection is a sign that Jesus is all that he claimed to be. What was his claim? That he is the Son of God. Let's examine that. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 to 40, the Pharisees and teachers of the law ask for a sign, for a sign to prove that Jesus really is what he claimed to be. So Jesus answered, none will be given except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Verse 40, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So when Jesus rose from the grave, that was the sign that he was indeed the Son of God who was sent to save the world through his atoning sacrifice. Okay? So now we have the sign that he is the Son of God. So check John chapter 2 verse 18 to 22 later. Okay? If you need more reference for that. Now let's go to number 3. The resurrection proves that God's justice was satisfied and his wrath against sin was appeased and the sacrifice Jesus made was accepted. Let me give you the scriptures. 1 John chapter 2 verse 2, 1 John chapter 4 verse 10, and Romans chapter 3 verse 25. Please study those scriptures at your own convenient time. Now, come to think of this. If God was not satisfied with Jesus' atoning sacrifice, then He would not be resurrected. That's why the resurrection is the proof that God accepted the sacrifice Jesus made. Number four, let me read Romans chapter 4 verse 25. It says, Jesus was delivered over to death for our sins. Or Jesus was given over to death. He was sent to die because of our offenses and was raised to life for our justification or he was raised to life in order to make us righteous. In other words, the sacrifice Jesus made provides the believer the assurance of forgiveness. Thus, the sinner's justification is confirmed. So, because Jesus rose from the dead, then we have assurance that we are forgiven and that we are justified. It is a happy feeling indeed that before we stand before God, we know the verdict 
already. No need to worry about the outcome because the judge or the great judge will surely declare us righteous. The Lord will say, acquitted from all sin charges. If we put our trust in Christ alone. Now, number five, the believer has the assurance of resurrection and immortality. Romans chapter 6 verse 5 says, For if we have been united with Him in a death like His, we will certainly also be united with Him in a resurrection like His. John chapter 11 verses 25 to 27. Jesus said to her, okay, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. Let's jump to verse 43. After saying this, Jesus shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Verse 44 says, the dead man Lazarus came out. Wow. So Jesus really is the resurrection and the life. John 14, 19 says, Yet a little while, the world will see me no more. But you will see me, Jesus said, because I live, you also will live. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so it is through Jesus that God will bring back to him those who have died. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 14. We know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and present us to God together with you. Very encouraging scriptures. Therefore, we too will be resurrected to live forever with God. But my question to all of you, do you believe in Jesus? Have you surrendered your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If not, then you are on your own. No Jesus, no Savior. No Jesus, no forgiveness. No Jesus, no eternal life. Forgiveness and eternal life is not available for those who are not part of His family. You need to place your life in the hands of the Lord. You need Jesus so you can avail God's forgiveness. So, before I close this message, I want to give you the opportunity to receive the free gift of salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you right now to bow down your heads and pray after me. Say, Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that he rose from the dead on the third day. Even if I die, I will rise again because I believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. 
Lord, forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and eternal Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and never take your Spirit away from me. This I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and Amen. Friends, if you sincerely prayed that prayer, you are now adopted to the family of God through Jesus Christ. Welcome to the family. And when this pandemic crisis is over, find a Bible-believing church near you who will help you grow and build your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Now, if you find this message helpful, and if you think our topic can inspire your friends, please click share and may the Lord reward you for becoming or for being His channel of blessing to others. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.